0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm, wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of you guys, our great listeners, especially our servicemen who women out there th- taking care of us. Before we get into our, uh, our sponsors tonight, we want to thank one listener in particular, but unfortunately this guy is no longer uh, with us. Uh, a tragic uh, passing away uh, of one of our loyal listeners and a, a six-pack uh, alum who went by the name Pine Grove Bully, real name was Sean Bryan, uh, passed away tragically on a Wednesday morning, uh, was a huge bulldog, and this was very, very unexpected. Uh, and a friend of his reached out to me and just said, look, if you could, he would have liked the shout-out. And I was like, you know what? Absolutely. So, you know, if you're out there and you're listening, you're a friend or family of, of Sean, we certainly have you in our thoughts. And, uh, you know, we are we are short one great bulldog tonight. So uh, Pine Grove Bully, wherever you are, this, uh, this six-pack speak alum is for you. All right. I want to thank our sponsors now, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churnin' and Spoon Ice Cream. Strange brew is the way to start your day. A lot of people now, you see. By the way, you know who's gotten on the strange brew train? You know who it is. It's Mike Leach. That's right. He's on board. He is. So, Thank a, you, and, Brain Langlois. And since he has started drinking strange brew, MSU is two and zero. Oh. That's correct. Now, are these things connected? Well, obviously they are. There's no question that these things are connected. Everything is connected in this great big wide universe of ours. Every every string, you know, it's like a spider web. A vibration over here affects what happens over here. He mentioned that sometimes good
1: good people and good karma find themselves, and Absolutely. that's what happened in this situation.
0: Absolutely. So, put yourself in the good karma. Head over to Strange Brew. Grab yourself an awesome drink, especially now it's getting cold. Now's the time for Strange Brew Coffee House. Our good friends at College Corner want to remind you of the holidays they're 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 basically here. It it it's might as well be Christmas. Might as well be tomorrow. So. Get up, get to shopping, head over to one of the two College Corner locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, they're in Flowood by the Half Shell, or shop online at collegecornerstore.com and get it going. Your family wants maroon and white merchandise this Christmas. They want to see that in their stockings and under the tree. Make it happen for them with a trip to College Corner. Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It is such a unique place to go, no place like it in the SEC. When you want Mexican food but you want something a little different than the old standby, you want to go to Humble Taco. Grab a margarita, grab some chips and salsa, and grab some great tacos that take your southern favorites and turn them into Mexican classics. Humble Taco on University Drive. That's Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Robbie had Firehouse Subs right here. It's just right here in front of me.
1: I absolutely What did you have? I had my Firehouse Club
0: that I love so much. The Firehouse Club. It was delicious. Today is, as we're recording, it's National Sandwich Day. I saw Firehouse, if you use their app, they were giving away free subs. They were giving out extra reward points. It's the kind of stuff that happens all the time on the Firehouse Sub app. So if you like Firehouse Subs, or if you just like a good deal, you need to get, download that app. Make sure you're using it. And when you're ordering online, you're getting in, you're getting out. You don't have to wait in line. You don't have to wait for anything at Firehouse Subs. And don't forget, a couple weeks from now when we're tailgating again, if you want to add a Firehouse Subs party platter, call your local Firehouse Subs and find out what those prices are. Great deals, and it's a great, great thing to bring to the tailgate. Firehouse Subs.
1: And you know what's crazy? is if If you're not using the app, you can call them, and they know your order. Yeah. Like, I've been there so many times, the guy's like, yeah, Robbie, yeah, we know. Firehouse Club, yeah, no onions. Let's go, let's go, and boom, bada boom, bada bang. That's we're the out. kind of
0: service you're getting there. So yeah, Firehouse Subs, check them out. All right, so I had an interview for today, but something happened. I don't know. I've never had this problem with Zoom before, but long story short, I don't have the interview. But that's okay. We've got plenty to talk about. We'll talk about Mississippi State Arkansas in the second half of the show. I, did, I can't believe I did not imagine the second half of the show would be where we previewed this big game. But bigger news than that revealed itself on Tuesday, and we have not had a chance to talk about it, Robbie. In the inaugural college football playoff poll, there sits Mississippi State, not at twenty five, but at seventeen. One spot behind the mighty, the vaunted, the nearly invincible Ole Miss Rebels. Robbie, how did such a thing come to
1: pass? And that's we we've we've mentioned this before. It's amazing. The different perspective that you have on Ole Miss and Mississippi State, I I, did, I I haven't thought that these two teams were that far off from each other. Mm-hmm. But from a national perspective, from a from a perception standpoint, couldn't
0: have been any more off.
1: There's no there there's there's so much difference between these two teams. Then they come out in the college football playoff poll, and there they are side by side. People that matter think that Mississippi State and Ole Miss are are quite comparable, sitting there at sixteen and seventeen. And actually, the college football playoff committee thinks thinks highly, as highly of Mississippi State as just about anybody mm-hmm. uh, to put them at seventeen. Basically, what the committee said when they put MSU there was the Memphis game didn't happen. Yeah, that's what I see when I see that, and also that the the three wins that they had over top twenty five teams was much greater than the two losses that they've had to Memphis and LSU. I I looked at that and I thought. They see Mississippi State as a one-loss team or two-loss team right now to Alabama and LSU. The Memphis game, basically the, punt, the, the the acknowledgement that the punt return shouldn't have happened. I'm thinking in my mind the committee just said Mississippi that was a fluke ball game. Mississippi State should win that game, and they looked at the the three wins that they have against top 25 teams and said those are significantly stronger than the three losses.
0: Yeah. So state 17, uh, Ole Miss 16, Kentucky is 18, but we're not too concerned with that. <clears throat> 14, Texas A&M, 13, Auburn, and then the only other SEC teams are in the top four. Mm-hmm. Georgia one and Alabama two. Alabama two raised a lot of eyebrows. I just look I, – I, I I'm uh, not one of those eyebrows.
1: I, I disagree with those people that don't think they should be there. They, I, I think they, that's the second best team in the country.
0: I Look, and, and we talked about this on Sports Talk, that there's a lot of metrics being used. They're not using just one thing. They're yep. using a bunch of things. The most important thing is the eye test. Yep. And when you watch Alabama, that's the second best team in college football.
1: They would beat. They would I think beat they would beat on a neutral field. They would beat A and M by by two touchdowns. Yeah,
0: they'll they'll beat everybody but Georgia.
1: Yes, so. I, I agree. I I think if those if that team lined up against anybody in the playoff other than Georgia, mm-hmm. they're going to win. And,
0: and 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 they can beat Georgia. Yes, I don't I don't know if they will,
1: but let's I mean, look- at the end of the day, I mean, are, are you really going to sit here and discount Nick Saban? No.
0: So I, mean, I didn't understand. And the those two are going to play each other that. before the playoff, right? So here, here's the thing: you, if you're a Mississippi State fan, what you want, you want Alabama to stay up there mm-hmm. because that frees up another bowl. Yes. So right now, you know, the, the 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 setup is this: the highest ranked SEC team that's not in the playoff goes to the Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. So if Georgia and Alabama stay in, then the Sugar Bowl goes to. Whoever's number one there, whoever's left. Um, right now, that would be Auburn. But well, Mississippi is
1: State controls their own destiny. So control-
0: do they? I think because they do. Texas A&M is still in front of them. But if- they would. They, I think they would give State the edge of a So that's 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 the question I wanted to ask you. So let's say both teams went out, and that seems like a, an unlikely. And A&M still got to play Auburn and, and Ole, Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah, they play Auburn this week, and then and Ole Miss. You really, if you're, if you're, what you want is Auburn to win. If you're a Mississippi State fan, mm-hmm. because I have to ask, if Texas A&M and State both went out, A&M finishes ten and two, State's nine and three. Do you think State would jump Texas A&M?
1: That's a good question because at that point, you could say that was just a bad stretch for them where they lost to mm-hmm. to Mississippi State and Arkansas, and they've kind of turned the corner. I think that I mean they would have won
0: what six straight games at that point. They six would or have, seven? They would have won six, seven, six in a row. Six? They, yeah, okay. because they they were three and three when they lost to Alabama.
1: Yeah, I mean if all things were equal and state was nine and three and a And M was nine and three, you're giving Mississippi State the edge. They had to head possibly if there. That's how I look at it yeah. too. Is I, I ranked Kentucky ahead of Mississippi State mm-hmm. because. They've only lost two ball games: lost to Georgia, and lost on the road to Mississippi State. So um, so I wasn't ready to pass Kentucky. So that's how I look at it. If a team has less losses than another one, mm-hmm. all things equal. I'm,
0: so it feels like this is the best, the easiest path for Mississippi State to get to the Sugar Bowl. To win out. Mm-hmm. You'd like Auburn to beat Texas A&M. Then obviously you would beat Auburn. Alabama beats Auburn. Mm-hmm. Then Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, and that would guarantee. Yeah, because Georgia's not they're they're in. They can are you
1: justify in. putting a two loss Bama team in?
0: If it was a close loss, you could.
1: If they lose to Georgia,
0: yeah. If they, if they lose to Georgia, 24-21 or something.
1: If they lose to Auburn, they're out. They're out.
0: They're out. You, you can't level. put them in. You can't put them in. Even if they even right. if they beat and Georgia, then Alabama's in the Sugar Bowl, and then. Now, State would still end up in – at 9-3 and three in this scenario, State's going to end up in the cotton or the Oh, it's still going to be a great go- ball. ball. You know, minimum, the citrus ball. Yeah. But you have these outside chances. And, and like I so said, you control your own destiny if you're Mississippi. Which that
1: – I mean, what, what are the New Year's Six games? Cotton. Cotton,
0: sugar. Sugar. Peach. Fiesta, peach. Fiesta. Orange. More. And, and then you have the Rose and the – I think the rose I I forget what the playoff game. You remember two of them? One of them rotates. Well, two or two of them, of them two
1: two of them are playoff games and then you have six other games that are New Year's 6. Is that correct? Right. Okay.
0: So So this year Capital
1: is there a Capital One Bowl?
0: Well, the Capital One Orange Bowl is okay. the Okay. Uh, okay. The playoff games this year are the Cotton and the Orange. Okay. So And the
1: cotton's gonna be a da- a Texas, a Cowboy at the Texas Cowboys Stadium. Stadium, yeah.
0: So you, so state can't play in the cotton or the orange. Okay. And they obviously won't play you know, the nas- national title game. The peach bowl.
1: It'd probably be the peach and the sugar. The sugar
0: the, the peach. The fiesta would be because fiesta goes at large, at large. Okay. So they can just used to of, be a pac twelve in the pac twelve game. It's not anymore. So interesting. So but that, that that of course involves state winning all of its games.
1: If state which, wins out, they're in a new year six.
0: It feels like that. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like they would drop to the capital one to the Citrus Bowl, which is expected to be in the Citrus Bowl. I mean you think about it. If State beats
1: Auburn and Ole Miss, those are two top twenty teams. Yeah. As we stand here today. I Ole think Miss is
0: going to be a top twenty. Ole Miss is going to lose A&M. maybe lose to am and M, but they'll still be But they're going to be around top Vanderbilt. 20. Yeah. And so yeah, they're going to be eight and three playing the egg bowl. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the top twenty.
1: So you're you're going to beat if you if if you win out here, mm-hmm. you're going to beat two top twenty teams. Yeah, Auburn and Ole Miss,
0: and you'll also have beaten Texas A&M and Kentucky. Yeah. So and North <laughs> you're talking State. about
1: I mean, there's a possibility that Mississippi State could beat five top twenty five teams this year. Yeah,
0: that would be as very, good as anybody in the nation. And then
1: another one in Arkansas that would have been top fifteen at one point, around yeah. top ten. Yeah. So I mean. This might be one of the most impressive, if State does win out. There's which a, lot asking ifs. a lot
0: There's a lot of ifs. That
1: might be the most impressive season
0: in Mississippi State the, history at that point. The more realistic thought is they're going to drop one of these games. Right. And, and Auburn is probably the one you would look at the most uh, stringently in this situation. Because it is on the road. Mm-hmm. Knicks has been playing really well. In the scenario we just gave you, if they're beating A&M, I mean, they have a and mean Auburn has a lot to play for at that point. Yep. They could conceivably be the SEC West champions.
1: I mean... I'm looking at it right now. If Auburn wins out, wins the SEC championship, they're in the playoff.
0: Well, yeah, if that's that's for I sure. I mean, the, they're not beating Georgia, but
1: but I'm saying if
0: yeah, it, it, just conceivably if they, conceivably, but they, if they, they win they every game, they are the point where if Auburn is the point where if they win out, they're the SEC West champions.
1: Yes, and I know they're not going to beat Georgia, but if they win out, they're in the playoff, and they're probably yeah. I mean,
0: well, I mean, you never know with Auburn, man. They are they are team chaos,
1: especially but. if the games are at home.
0: So, what we learned, though, is that, A, nationally, there's a lot of respect for Mississippi State. More respect nationally than there is probably within the, its own fan base, Yeah, I would say.
1: The um, media doesn't have a ton of respect for them, but mm-hmm. they did get more votes this week for the top 25 than they've had. The,
0: the, the truth of the matter is that good wins are more important than bad losses. I know as fans, bad losses stick with you more. But state has three wins over the top twenty-five, that, and nobody else in the country can say that. Literally, Georgia, Alabama, the th- all these playoff teams, nobody can say they have three top twenty-five wins. Yeah, state is the only one, um, and that state's going to go to a really good bowl game. Now, if they, they lose two games, if they're seven and five, eight and four, however you want to look at it, um, you know they're going to drop down a little bit. You know, Outback Bowl could be another, could be back there this year, could go back to the Gator Bowl. It's been it's been long enough that you've been in the Gator Bowl. I have said a few times that the Texas bowl state is that's the only one in this in the SEC rotation. State has not been to yet. Now that's not a great uh, situation because that game is on July, January fourth. It's 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 after Christmas, but it's the only one state hasn't been to yet.
1: If they're seven and five, are they going there? Yeah, I think so. They if they're been. six and six, they're going to Liberty, Liberty or, Birmingham. or Birmingham. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I mean, nobody wants to go to that. Let's do a way too early. Uh, bowl prediction here. Okay, so I think I just believe that Alabama is going to somehow stay in the in the mix. So let's put them them in Georgia both in the playoffs. Then you're going to have Kentucky. We both have Kentucky losing to Tennessee, mm-hmm. but they would be nine and three.
1: They're not going to lose anybody else. I don't think. Let's
0: look at Auburn. Do you think all, we both have Texas A and M winning? Right. Yes. I think A and M is going to win out. They're going to be ten and two.
1: Do we both pick A and M in that yes. game? This at A and M. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, th- I think Auburn's going to lose two more games. I think okay. they're going to lose to A and M and Auburn.
0: Or Alabama. Yeah. So that would put A and M at ten and two. They're into the playoff. They're in the Sugar Bowl. Yes. Okay. Kentucky at nine and three, and then in this scenario, Auburn's eight and four. Let's put State at eight and four. Let's say they beat Arkansas, Tennessee State, and Ole Miss. Okay. So Ole Miss at that point they would be eight and four. They would lose to A and M to Mississippi State. Auburn would be eight and four, with losses to Penn State, Georgia. No, they would be seven and five. Auburn, and five. yeah, they would have lost to Penn State, Georgia, and then A and M, Mississippi. No, 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 we didn't pick Mississippi. We, that's right, State, we gave we? them. Okay, I'm sorry for. The They'd confusion. be eight and four. They'd be eight and four. So you have five eight and four teams,
1: which they're getting. They're getting the pecking order. They're at the top of the pecking order, so, the eight and fours.
0: Yeah, yeah. They so should so they would be cotton. They should be. <sighs> Is the Cotton going to take – no, the Cotton's a playoff game. So they're talking about the Women cotton. I don't
1: know that the, they, the would, they
0: They wouldn't get a New Year's I, Yeah, they, I think Auburn – Auburn was in the Citrus Bowl last year.
1: They're going to go to Outback probably. Outback or Gator. They go to Outback. Let's say they'll go to Outback. Yeah. Let's say Ole Miss – let's say State goes to, to um, Gator.
0: The Ole Miss to Citrus at 8-4? and four? They have some national cachet with Corral and with yeah. Kiffin.
1: I can could see be. I can see Corral sitting out. The ball. If, if he sits out the ball game, if he sits out the ball game, that that's not going to sell. Well
0: It hurts them, yeah. So I mean, I who Kentucky wants to, to watch citrus? that? Kentucky to Citrus at nine and three. Yeah, I
1: could. I think. That okay, so works. Kentucky
0: to Citrus, State in the Outback. Or no, yet? Did you have? All, state, I said then the Gator state, state to the Gator. Auburn Outback. So Ole Miss is at Music City or, or Duke's Mayo.
1: Probably Duke's Mayo. I don't know. They might. They might. Music City might want want. I gotta be Ole totally Miss. honest.
0: The idea of Ole Miss going to that bowl game and winning, and Lane Kiffin getting a tub of mayo dumped over him is pretty appealing to me.
1: Is that what happens? Yeah. Oh,
0: a horrible thing. Do that to the loser. Don't do that to the team. And then who win. else is in the bowl picture? LSU's not getting to a bowl. Arkansas, in our situation, they would have lost to. Oh
1: man, they're If if they lose to state. They're sitting there at what one and. F- well, they're five four? and four overall. One and five really. in
0: the league. They lose this weekend. They're five and four, one and four, and they still have to play uh, Texas A and M. No, no, they play Texas A and M. They still have to play Alabama, Ooh. LSU, and Missouri. Uh,
1: they'll win. They'll they'll go two and one.
0: So that would put them at seven and five. So well, Arkansas probably goes to the Texas Bowl. Yeah, that's a good fit for them. Just drive right down to Houston. Um. And then Tennessee, let's say let's say we're, we're right and they beat Kentucky. They still they'll beat Vanderbilt, so that's six. So they're going to a bowl. And then you have Florida. Florida should also finish eight and four. Yeah, but they are not a, an attractive team. They probably go to Music City.
1: Oh, can you imagine? Oh, it's that? just
0: a beautiful thing to think about. Just just it's just beautiful. And then Tennessee is, is Missouri's going to get bowl eligible, aren't they? Where are what is their record? They're four and four. They still have Florida, Georgia, Arkansas. No, they're not. They may not. They're not. They're going to win. They're going to win they're four five. games. Four they're going to win five, five, five games. I think they have another. Uh, they have another. They'll,
1: they'll win five games because they'll play they'll somebody that stinks.
0: So then Tennessee goes to Liberty.
1: Man, that that would piss me off. if I was a Tennessee fan. But, yeah,
0: but it would make the Liberty Bowl so happy because yeah. Tennessee fans would come. Yeah, Tennessee I mean, hasn't been to Liberty in a while. I don't think they they, they would they would go. And yeah. then the Birmingham Bowl just gets two teams. Unless LSU. LSU still has Alabama, so that's five. They have Arkansas. They have A&M. That's, that's six losses.
1: I don't think they're going to They have
0: get... to beat Arkansas, and then they have another non-conference game, I believe. I don't know. So they could get six and six.
1: Can you imagine uh, like going six and six in all this turmoil that pe- yeah. pe- people perceive about yeah. your school? I mean, talk about holding your head above water.
0: Ordron's a great interim coach. I mean, what can you say?
1: When things collapsed with Jackie Sherrill, they collapsed. But now Ed Ordron is is fired midseason. The team still has a chance to go to go to a bowl. But
0: by that same token, if they end up five and seven, we wouldn't be totally surprised. Yeah. If they lose to Alabama, Arkansas, and A and M, I mean,
1: which I think they probably will. They,
0: well, then they would be five and seven. Okay, so that so takes
1: we'll care say, of that.
0: Yeah, you know, I I'm going to go out on a limb and say that LSU's APR. Probably doesn't get the Probably not job good. for a bowl. Not so, good. Now, Missouri's might. They could maybe get to a bowl at 5-7. and seven. Just depends. South Carolina, no chance. Uh, and then, then you have Vanderbilt, obviously. So, so right now, our, our official thunder and lightning projection for Mississippi State is the Gator Bowl. Sounds good. We'll, we will come back to this every week and, and look at it. All right. Let's move on over to a second half of the show here. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. 15,000 Mississippians are producing beef in this state. Nearly a half billion dollars a year in agriculture business through the Mississippi beef producers. And of course, what are they producing? The best things on earth, steaks and hamburgers and roasts and everything else you need to make a delicious dinner. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. So make sure you enjoy some soon. This weekend, if you're not heading to Fayetteville, get out the grill. It's going to be fantastic weather and put yourself a couple of steaks out there and you will definitely be a happy man while that's while the dogs are roasting the hogs, you can be grilling a steak. Nice. That's how I'm looking at it. So, if you're looking for some recipes, something different, you know it is going to be chilly this weekend. Maybe you want to put it, break out the crock pot or a big pot of, of stew of chili, whatever it is. MSBeef.org is the place. They got recipes and they got a lot of other great stuff to tell you all about beef in our state. So, check them out at MSBeef.org. Beef. So what's for dinner? Thanks to you, our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council.
1: I'm eating beef and pig on Saturday. I'm I'm covering all the food Hashtag groups. #blessed. That's right.
0: So where where are you going to be?
1: I'm going to be on my farm technically. It's, we we call it the farm. You own a farm? Our family is our family um land mm-hmm. basically and I have a cousin who listens to our show religiously. Yeah. Um who we me, me and him are going to watch the game okay. at his cabin. Sounds fun. Yeah, and we're
0: going to eat. That, that's nothing wrong with that. All right. Uh, Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the cottony. I haven't been to Two Brothers this week. Maybe I, I need to change that. I don't
1: It's know. been too long.
0: <laughs> it's, it's been like four days. It's <laughs> that's, that's too long to be away from the smoked wings. What can I say? Best smoked wings I have ever had. You know, we always talk about the – we never really talk about like the individual stuff on the menu there. I mean, I love wings. Wings are one of my top – five favorite foods. I eat them wherever I can go. And the smoked wings at Two Brothers are the best. The best I've ever had. And I've had smoked wings from Texas to Florida and all points in between. I come back to Two Brothers every single time. And you should too. It's a great place to go and it's a Starkville institution. Head over to the Cotton District and grab some smoked southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems wants to talk to you about your business. They want to help your business. They've been helping businesses in this state for 46 years. Why aren't you one of their clients? Why aren't you one of their success stories? It's just a phone call away. Whatever your business needs from a technological standpoint, they've got it at Advantage Business Systems. And every sale they make is made with the kind of customer service you would think you'd get from your next-door neighbor. And that's what they are. Mississippi first every single time. Call them today. Put them to work for you. That number is 601 362 9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. My apologies to Trey Biddy of hogsports.com 24-7. Uh, had him on and just had some sort of uh, error or screw up with the Zoom. Couldn't get his, uh, and, he, and we, he was a busy man, didn't have time to reschedule. But what he told me was this. A, this team, the Arkansas team, is as healthy as it's been since the start of the season. These two weeks, they basically have had two weeks off. They played Arkansas Pine Bluff. He said they were very light that week in practice because they knew they could be, and then they've had this week off now, the bye week. So they, they've basically had almost three full weeks of getting healthy, and now they are. But he knows the challenge. He, he said he, he's aware of the challenge Mississippi State provides because State is a team that can stop the run, which is what Arkansas wants to do. He said they want to run it 45, 50 times, and Emerson and Forbes are the kind of corners that can prevent big plays. Now, Traylon Burks is as good a big play receiver as there is in the conference, and K.J. Jefferson is a quarterback. He's not the most accurate passer in the world, but he has the big arm and he has hit big plays. Mm -hmm. This Arkansas offense is basically very old school. It, it, It would fit in very good in the 80s. Now, they do it differently now because it's all spread out and they're in the shotgun, but they want to run, run, pound you with the run, and then go over the top for the big plays. They've been very successful doing it. But I think against State's defense and their ability to stop the run, Robbie, it's going to be a more difficult task for them this Saturday.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm really interested to see how that plays out. And I know a lot of I've seen the comparisons to Chris Ralph with KJ Jefferson. Mm-hmm. I do see that. I do I do see Especially that in many as a ways. runner. But the the separation I think KJ has over Chris Ralph is the arm. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, he he needs to get it under control, but he has a live arm. He can he can chunk it down the field. Um, so he he can beat you deep, and he can make some big plays happen for them in the passing game. And he did it against Ole Miss, but they they ran all over Ole Miss. I mean, they were just running that read option um, pretty much the entire ball game, and Ole Miss really couldn't stop it. If 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 they would have run if if they would have run the read read option with um, Jefferson like an inside zone player or something like that on that two point conversion, I think they beat Ole Miss. But instead. He rolls out to the right side, and that screwed everything up. Ole Miss could not stop that. They could not stop him from getting ahead of steam. I think State's defense can stop that. I don't think Arkansas is going to be able to come out and run the ball, like you said, 50 times during the game. We've seen State stop just about everybody, at least slow people down. They're not going to be able to come out there and run inside zone and run read option and stuff like that. With KJ Jefferson and have a ton of success doing it all game long, they're going to have to find a way to mix things up. Maybe, maybe start with the pass to open up the run. That's I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that might be a way. I want to see how healthy Traylon Burke is. Mm-hmm. He he was injured, I think, a couple of weeks ago. I don't think he practiced at all last week to yeah. to make sure that he got healthy. I'm sure he's going to be ready to go. But that's that's the guy to watch in this ballgame. Yeah. If he's stretching the field and he's making some big plays against Mississippi State, then they're going to be in trouble uh, because I, I think that maybe opening up the pass can open up the run in this ballgame for them.
0: I look back at this game, and I think there's some similarities to Kentucky from last year to this year. You think about last year against Kentucky, and we talked about this last week, that State dominated the time of possession and the yardage but they turned the ball over six times. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what leads to defeat. You go back and look at this game a year ago. State moved the ball up and down the field on Arkansas, but they couldn't score in the red zone, and they turned the ball over too many times, including a pick six. It feels like if State just plays clean, they're going to be able to win. Yeah. Uh, if Will Rogers plays the kind of game he's played over the last three four weeks, maybe not the Alabama game, but it's going to be a Mississippi State win. It feels like, and talking to to uh, you know, this is a team. And, and give a shout-out to so – I forget who it was on your message board, but they showed the Arkansas pass defense, which is highly rated. But they haven't really played any good passing teams. Mm-hmm. The best one they've played is Ole Miss. and Who led them up. Who had Crowell had a great day against them. And then, you know, they're not that great against the run. So if State can have the same kind of success it had running the football, I think State is is set for have a big offensive day. But they have to avoid the turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um do you sort of see it the same way that you know you look at Kentucky last year and how state cleaned everything up? They have the opportunity to do the same thing here.
1: Yeah, I, I see it the same way as you that this is this really compares to that Kentucky game last year, and it really was the the interceptions and the turnovers that killed Mississippi State and that first possession. You know, I, I think state just really got knocked out of sorts in that first possession. Collin Hill got a concussion or something um, early on. You had to throw in two, two true freshmen running backs in there. KJ Costello got got picked off. I, I think it was a pick six. In the in the, on the first game? Yeah. First drive of the game? On the first possession. Yeah. So that first possession really kind of shook them. And yeah. they got in the red zone like four or five times and just could not consistently yeah. score.
0: I, mean, I remember late. Fourth and goals. In, yes. Or not fourth and goal, but fourth and shorts inside the 20. If they, they kick field goals right there, Probably it win. was a different game. Jaden Wally fumbles a punt. Yeah. Did you mention also what happened on the first drive? Calen I, I Hill. Colin Hill guy. Yeah.
1: That. Yeah. That's, if you listen to me, but well, you, you don't
0: ever listen to me. You sit there on your computer all, when I start I'm, talking. I'm looking at stuff.
1: <sighs> I mean, you don't
0: listen sometimes. until you're over there on your phone.
1: The only time I get on my phone is when you do commercials. Just like everybody else, when they hit the the mm. skip, that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing on my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'll remember that. I'm just saying. So, but but yeah, your to your point. This does line up. Directly like that's, Mississippi State and Kentucky. Yeah,
0: that's um, a lot of things to go wrong in the first drive of the game. I mean, all you that lose stuff. Your best player and you give up a touchdown.
1: And it's not just in that first drive; it happened all game. They, yeah. KJ Costello threw several interceptions. They had three in that game. They had no. Uh, they had no other, uh, person in there to come in either if something happened. Yeah, Will Rogers, Rogers, Rogers wasn't, ready wasn't at healthy. That point. Yeah. So. This offense is completely different than that one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Barry Odom is going to come out and just strangle Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Offensive State, I said it last week, I think they can move the ball against anyone. I, well, I, don't, look at, I don't look at the defense being the, the, the issue in the game for Mississippi State every week. I think the, the issue for Mississippi State is whether or not they're going to be able to execute.
0: With Mississippi State, too, you know, we, we talked about it, that Will Rogers checking in and out of runs and checking in and out. Of, he's getting that, that command of the offense. He's going to come out and see, hey, okay, I can tell they're dropping eight. We're going to the run. And it's only going to take three or four plays of State getting four or five yards, maybe more, a play – and then Barry gonna be like, all right, I gotta change something up, and now you're gonna have some matchups that you like.
1: And last year they were get this was the first time they got whipped up front by three people, and they just couldn't it they could not block.
0: This year it seems like it's been a more
1: Kentucky's got a better defensive line than yeah, I agree with that Arkansas
0: and couldn't get and really couldn't get to Rogers two yeah. sacks there two sacks that were both in the first quarter.
1: The offensive line really dominated Kentucky yeah. up front. So. If State can push those guys out of the way and open holes for the running game. To uh, the Will Rogers should be living there until they say, oh, "All right, we got to stop
0: this." So we asked this last week. We sort of asked the same this week. Bigger advantage for Mississippi State offense versus Arkansas's defense, or State's defense versus Arkansas's offense?
1: <laughs> That's a really good question because State's been really good against the run, but this is this team running the football. They're like Mississippi State passing. They, they've they've put up their numbers, yeah, and they've done it against just about everybody, maybe Georgia. I haven't looked at those numbers. That probably wasn't nearly as good, but they've ran the ball really well. They got, you know, Sam Pittman is getting his guys up front. That's his thing. I mean, you look at those great Georgia offensive lines in the last few years, those are his guys. Some of these guys they got this year are his guys. Yeah. Um so they're gonna have a good offensive line. They got a bull at quarterback that's gonna be tough to bring to the ground. Um, you know, I don't know. I I, don't, I would think I would have more confidence in Mississippi State's offense. Yeah,
0: I'm with you. That's where I am. I think the I, I think offensively, State is going to have a good, solid day, and that puts you in the position where defensively, if you can force a couple of turnovers or if you can force some bad throws, you're probably going to win the football game.
1: And, and you just need to you need to score every time you get in the red zone.
0: Is you need 31 enough to win. Yes, I think so too. I think twenty eight might be.
1: I don't. Th- I, it's hard for me to imagine Mississippi State giving up.
0: Yeah, thirty plus.
1: Thirty plus. Only done it
0: once. I guess uh, I, I, defense has only done it once, and that was against Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, you know, the Memphis game. No. Before we go, one, one more thing. Let's talk a little recruiting. Um, the last time we talked recruiting on this show, it was kind of a negative discussion. Yes. Something a switch has been flipped, and now State seems like has a lot of momentum in the state. Now they don't have any commitments yet. But it feels like players like Trevion Williams, Marquez Dorch, which you know, we'll see how that goes. I know I know it's different. I know that it is. I but, I'm, but you I'm, understand, a, I'm just as
1: guarded as you are, believe so, me.
0: Uh Jay Stone Blanton, um, and some out of state players as well. It feels like this this class is being set up to do something you rarely see at Mississippi State have a really strong close on it. Is that is that where things are trending?
1: It's it's right there for Mississippi State to take. Mm-hmm. They have to finish the job, and, and part of that is the coaches recruiting, and part of that is that's winning my, games. That's my
0: next question: is like how much how much does it depend for State to continue to play well? Very you know, very much. They, if they go six and six, are these guys still in, in, in coming in?
1: I don't think I don't think you have the same kind of momentum. Okay, I think you have a chance here at the back end of the schedule to really build some momentum and show these guys, hey, look what. Look what we did last year, and look what we did in year two, and everybody's coming back. For the most part, mm-hmm. we got a chance to, to really make a run here. And, and for some of these guys, you got a chance to to push. You know, you can come in here and play early. Yeah. I mean, I look at like Marquette, Marquez Dorch. You know, Ole Miss wants him to play defensive back. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State wants to play wide receiver. I'm I'm pitching that guy. We're going to get you the ball. And you, you might play early if you come in here and play and you practice. So hard interesting
0: with it. him because it's the opposite of Jacarius Clayton. Yes. Who, Ole Miss told one thing and State told the other, and he, he wanted the he heard the Ole Miss message. Feels like Dorch has heard Mississippi State's message. And I then, think
1: I, I think Clayton is uh, is making a mistake. I, I think he's going to be an offensive lineman. Yeah, I don't see a defensive line. We'll, the, we'll see. Same yeah. thing for Xavier Harris. Yeah, I, I think he's an offensive. Harris guard.
0: especially looks like a left tackle, but or a guard. Probably well, I mean, six seven. I, it makes me think he should be yeah. a tackle. Um,
1: well, shoot you uh, dollar bills? Six 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 and, seven. And you're too. not wrong. You're not wrong. Um. But yeah, I, I, those, both of those guys, I kind of see on the next level as offensive flying. I think Mississippi State was was saying that to Clayton, and he didn't like it.
0: So not only could State, you know, close well, they could flip a guy from Ole Miss, which I mean, it's just, I mean, you, you, if you followed recruiting in the State at all, it just doesn't happen very
1: often. And we've already, we're already hearing people, ah, Ole Miss is moving on, moving in different oh, direction. Well, no, I don't, don't want to hear that crap. No, no, no.
0: Also, you know, I think it, was, it may have been Paul today on your board brought up that Larry Simmons might not be as solid to Ole Miss as you would think. Wide receivers do have to be looking at this and saying, look, Corral's leaving, and Will Rogers is still here, and I'm going to catch 50, 60 passes. On
1: top of that, I mean, Ole Miss's offense is, to me, more exciting. Mm -hmm. But last year, Elijah Moore has the bulk of the catches. This year, Braylon Sanders is the bulk of the catches. Drummond. And Drummond's right behind him, but Braylon Sanders is, is far and away. Yeah. So they're not. There's not a ton of guys that they're spreading the ball around to at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That's one thing Mississippi State can say is Definitely. we're. You know, I think Ole Miss has a better sell right now for running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I say what that
0: a crazy statement, by the way.
1: But I say that. I mean, State is getting the ball in their hands, but mm-hmm. that's a more running back friendly offense. It is. It is.
0: There's no question. Um, they lead the SEC in rushing. This is the second straight year.
1: Yeah, but it's it's just crazy. You know. Looking at that offense and looking at the the amount of receivers that Mississippi State has catching the ball and the ones that Ole Miss has, it's just kind of weird. The egg I don't know if that's not... Matt Corral doing that or if that's just their game point. Mean, who
0: else do they have? I mean, you know,
1: well they got some guys, but I mean, like it's just the most. Of the targets are going to Braylon Sanders. Hey, and...
0: Mingo has been good but not great. Danish Jackson, good but not great. Plumlee does nothing. The tight ends, you know, last year Yaboa was really good, but the tight ends this year haven't been great. Yeah. They don't throw to the running backs. I would be throwing to Ely all of the time. Yeah, getting him out in space. I'd get him out in the slot. But they never. But they never do it. So, but for Mississippi State, like I said, you know, receivers have to look at it and go, Will Rogers is back next year. And if I if I get in the, if I if I'm in the rotation, if I'm in the first six or seven guys, you got I'm a shot, 50 to catch. To 60 passes.
1: Yeah, I mean the last two games they had thirteen guys catch a ball and twelve. Yeah, I mean that's a lot that's of an guys. Easy sell.
0: It's an easy sell.
1: But, yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to start seeing wide receivers coming here that Mississippi State's never had. All right.
0: Let's play uh, yes or no. Yes, they're coming to State. No, they're not. Jaheim Otis.
1: No, right now.
0: Trevion Williams. Yes. Kamari Rogers.
1: No, right now.
0: Okay, Stone Blanton. Yes. Marquez Dorch. Yes. Larry Simmons. No. But these are all right now.
1: I don't think they're going to get Larry Simmons. Okay. But the other two, Rodgers and Otis, mm-hmm. I think are definite possibilities. Okay. I just I want to see how this plays out with them.
0: It's too much to to believe they might flip two Ole Miss commitments in one, one year.
1: DeCarlos Nicholson.
0: Yeah. um, the He's ju- still out there. Still a you know. the possibility. State looks like they're going to take a JUCO DB, maybe two. Maybe two, yeah. And and, then, and, and
1: they got a chance at like three really good wide receivers, too. Yeah, with Xavier and Pope Caden Pope. I mean, that's even good thing if about something the happens, thing is any, that
0: they're not all in that
1: bucket. Anything, even if something happens with him, or you know, if he you can get Pope, if you can get Pope and Dortch, if LSU comes in the last hour and gets Thomas, well, right. it's just whatever. But they they have some options here, and that's a good thing. All
0: right, three P's tomorrow: Mississippi State, Arkansas. We'll really break it down and get ready for a big game Saturday in Fayetteville. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.